Good morning, everyone. Everything is up and running. Guess what today is? It's November 1st, the first day of the month. It happens to fall on a Monday, which, P.S., is not the first day of the week. That was yesterday, but it's the first day of the work week, the school week. Good morning, everyone. This is Carol Sue, a.k.a. Naughty Boss, live with two sisters. Hey, good morning, everyone. And there go my hands again. I don't know why I do that. I'm Italian. I, I guess that's why I do it. My name is Janice, aka Wellness Diva 5.0. Yes, Monday Mindset, Mindset Monday. And what <laughs> better way to start November 1st than with our guest, the amazing Laura Waugh, who is all about mindset. So Laura, we're just going to hop right on into it. First of all, we want to welcome you to the Two Sisters podcast family. Hello, Two Sisters. Love it. <laughs> and um, what you do is amazing with mindset. And, and we always, um, obviously, our theme day today is Monday Mindset. And mindset is different for, for everyone. So if you would just kind of introduce us to what you do and how you implement mindset and how you do it. All right. Thanks, Janice. Thanks, Carol Sue. You're welcome. Yeah. Yes, I, I didn't realize that mindset was a thing until, oh gosh, probably several years and several certifications ago. And I came to recognize that there was a lot of chatter going on in my head that was not necessarily positive or helpful. And so I was in the I middle of making a transfer. There was a lot of chatter going on in right. my head. I got it. <laughs> Just like that. Yeah, yeah, little, see, it was your own voice going in your own voice. We were trying to- I love it. <laughs> That's just how it works. <laughs> a little sound effect for me. Thank you. Like um, yeah. So that's pretty much what it was like. Every time I was trying to do something or speak, there was a lot of feedback going on in my head and I couldn't figure out basically how to get out of my own way. And I started um, a meditation practice. And again, I know that word is probably not something I everyone loves or everyone looks forward to or everyone even wants to try but it was really um i started meditation as a as a, a health uh benefit the health benefits were amazing to me so i thought i would try that and in doing so i realized it was my mindset the the noises that were going on in there that i actually could direct and choose what i was thinking and at that point i was like oh, this is what they mean, like setting your mind. Because a lot of us think that our minds are in charge and they can take over and they can do all these things, which they can, but I, I kind of think of them like um, a puppy. <laughs> you know, they can be pretty wild. They can get into a lot of things. They can cause a lot of destruction, but just like a puppy, our minds can actually be trained to do what we ask of them. So um, as you can tell, I'm, I'm talking like my mind is a little bit separate from me. So it is once you start to learn some meditation practices, you learn to be the observer, you're able to step back and you're able to set your mind to what you want it to do. So one of the things that I did this morning as I was laying in bed, because this is a little early for me, I do get up early, but I'm usually not here <laughs> on camera early, is, um, is I like to tell my mind where we're going to go for the day. So I lay in bed. And I take a little drive and in my mind, I, was, I go through all of the steps of what I'm going to do. And I see myself doing them. I see myself doing them with great energy, with happiness, with joy. And it's like a little pre-programming. It's a dress rehearsal that shows the mind where we wanna go. And sure enough, just like I told my mind, I'm like, you're gonna be in that seat at 
five minutes till the hour with your cup of hot lemon water and you're going to be all ready and here i am dressed <laughs> hair combed um so mindset to me is again it's giving your your energy your internal energy a place to go as opposed to letting it run all over you oh my gosh i love that analogy can you just repeat that again for our audience because i think that is very significant um your mindset is it's just an energy so you are shaping that energy you are choosing what you're going to think about where you're going to take that energy and you are the director of it. Just oh my gosh. I, I, I absolutely, yeah, I absolutely love that because we, we always talk about putting, you know, your intentions out, like actually say them uh, out into the universe because when you say it, you're declaring it and it's kind of a confirmation with your mind. Okay, you know, it's a subconscious thing that that thought process is there. And when you have a clear goal as to where you're going and sometimes you got to clear the clutter out to understand where you, you want your mind to go and say, what do I want to accomplish today? Like have that chat in the mirror and say like, what do I need to get done today? What do I, what do I, you know, what is the perception of, uh, you know, the meaning behind of what I'm doing? Like, you know, am I clear and decisive of what I, I want to get done? And I think so many times we think that you just don't have to have that kind of chat with yourself in the mirror or you just chat yourself in a, a, a nice quiet area to say, you know, what, what do I want to accomplish today? And so many times, a lot of people think, oh, it just comes naturally to them. Like, they're just go-getters. They're always so upbeat. They, they always know exactly where they're going. And the truth of the matter is, none of us do. Uh, but we have, to, we have to train our mind. The more, the more that we do that, we're actually establishing that healthy relationship with our brain and a healthy habit. I think that was the biggest aha for me in my lifetime was that I got to choose what I think about. And also, I got to choose my emotion. I got to choose what emotion was going to go along with that. I always thought that emotions just happen to you. You know, I, I, I'm sure there's a lot of uh, women out there that might feel the same where they're like, I'm just so emotional. I just get overwhelmed. Well, yes, exactly. Those emotions are actually feedback, but we also have a, a time period, a process before any activity, when we get up in the morning, um, you can do it throughout the day, check in with yourself. You actually can stop and redirect and choose where you're going and how you want to feel about it. And that's been huge for me because there's mornings I do wake up and I'm like, mm, this day doesn't feel good. And then I'm like, you know what? I'm going to choose to to think about something a little different. Okay, there's got to be something good in today. Or maybe I don't, maybe I'm not going to choose bliss because bliss seems too far away. Maybe instead of this meh, I'm going to choose one level above that. All right, I'm going to choose contentment for today or acceptance for today. I'm just going to accept. I'm, I'm not going to try to push too hard today. And so, yeah, once I realized I was in the driver's seat, that my mind wasn't running me, my emotions weren't running me, that I got to choose man, whole worlds opened up. You know, that is so true because when we get to choose how we direct our energy and when you were speaking about that, it brought me back to last Tuesday when I was driving to Philly, which it was a horrible day to drive. The weather was terrible. It took me over four hours and I was just like, and I'm like, breathe, okay? Redirect your energy, redirect your focus 
And that usually works for me. And thankfully it did because it was a long drive and my, you know, my back started to hurt and, and I was just noticing all these, um, I don't want to say bad feelings, but just the, the energy of everything that I was feeling. Um, so I'm curious, <laughs> I know everybody has their own little way of processing when our lives get derailed out of, out of nowhere. We, you know, we don't see something coming and then boom, you know, for instance, I, my day is very red. I have a very regimented day and that works fantastic for me. But when that gets disrupted, it, it throws me off kilter. So what are some suggestions that you could give our audience about ooh, what to do with those derailments? Um, and you brought up a lot of great things about choosing your emotion and redirecting. I was writing so fast, I can't even read my handwriting. Um, but if you could share with us some tips about maybe how to go about doing that. Yeah, one of my favorite mantras is what we think about, we bring about. And I didn't realize that I could feel something, uh, I could choose to feel something. And so what I like to do is practice feeling that way. So you're, you're again, you're training that puppy, you're training your brain and you're training to feel good. So whenever I have a feel good moment, like let's say I go to my favorite coffee shop and I finally get that yummy cup of coffee. Like I just saturate myself in that feeling of excitement and bliss and happiness and that first step and all of that. And I try to like memorize that feeling so that I can bring it back in again when maybe I need to remind myself what happiness or contentment feels like. And so again, grabbing that feeling and then practicing it later, which sounds kind of weird if you've never done it before. Um, some of the more practical I would say is, um, you know, if anything, the last two years have been teaching me is acceptance and detachment, which sound like really beautiful, lovely things. And they can be a real pain in the ass to practice, um, full honesty here. But one of the things you were talking about Carol Sue, and even you, Janice, as you were saying, you know, you notice things coming up and you were just acknowledging them. So you weren't like grabbing onto, oh, my back feels horrible. This is the worst my back's ever felt. Like you weren't amplifying it. You were just noticing it. And so I think that's super important just to give our own selves feedback. Like, okay, it's raining. This feels dangerous. My back's hurting a little bit. I've been in the car for four hours, just observing what you're experiencing to yourself, kind of acknowledgement, like, yeah, this is super hard. Yeah, this is not my favorite part of my day. And in that acceptance, you know, you're really kind of giving yourself that, that mama love, you know, like that, um, that, that those words that maybe a friend would say if they were in the, the seat next to you. And that has a very calming and soothing effect, even when things are shitty. <laughs> and so, again, it's not that you're trying to change it. It's not that you're trying to turn into Mary Poppins and make it perfect. It's that acceptance that we're not gripping onto it because sometimes when we grip onto it, that makes the pain and suffering worse. And then the last thing I do a lot because I do encounter a lot of uh, disruptions in my day. We have a two-year-old new dog who's like a puppy. I have a fully grown husband who's full-time retired, which means he's at home all the time. And even <laughs> when I set boundaries, <laughs> sometimes there's interruptions. So oh, yeah. what I ask myself when I have, um, I have a, you know, static on the radio or I have something that comes up and it's out of my schedule or it's out of my 
preferred way of operating is I stop and I ask myself, so what's good about this? And I do that for a couple of reasons. Again, not trying to, you know, be Rebecca of Sunnybrook Farm per se, but I do know that our brain is constantly looking for problems to fix. That's one of the great things about being a human being is we are natural problem solvers, but in looking for problems, we're always looking for what's wrong. So we're kind of geared to be wired that way. So when we flip the script on ourselves and say, what's good about this? We're actually changing our gray matter. We're actually reprogramming our brain to look for good things, even when rough stuff is happening. And so I'm like, okay, what's good about this? Well, my husband interrupted me when I was in the middle of a writing stunt. <laughs> and the good thing is, is he really loves me. He wants to talk to me. And the other good thing is he was telling me some good news. And the other good thing is he reminded me that my, you know, my dish that was in the oven was, was ready and it didn't get burned. So those sound like maybe real simple things, but again, it's the smallest amount of shift in your mindset that actually changes your, your physiology. It changes the production of chemicals in your body. So you go from this stress or anger or, or frustration to there's some new chemicals that'll come into your body that kind of settle you down a little bit and help you ride out that unexpected wave. Hmm. Yeah, uh, by, the way, the, by the way, the thumbs down was to the coffee, not to what you were saying. Yeah, I was, yeah. <laughs> we wanted to explain that because um, obviously I love my coffee and how you were describing that, that first sip in the morning. And I'm like, oh, yes. yes. <laughs> I thought Carol's to go. Mm. Uh, I don't, I don't believe in chemical caffeines. That's why. <laughs> and we, we had that, that struggle talk about it all the time. Uh, cause there's just, there's just a lot of additives and chemicals to it. Even if it says organic, they're fooling you. But anywho, I love, uh, so much. Um, it's so funny because I talk about uh, d different acronyms or whatever for operations of what, what we do uh, in our daily lives for our business. But, and, and a long time ago, I do remember hearing about the PWOO and I'm glad that you re-triggered that in my brain because we do have to take that empowerment of you know how we're gonna operate each day. And we sometimes think that, well, it's okay if we do A, B or C, and then kind of we regret later. So if we get into the habit of, like you said, you know, when you get those interruptions, I always use it as an advantage to say, maybe that, that him coming in disturbing me because I so relate to that. We, uh, I'm still working what I do with my passion. He is retired too. So that, you know, frequently he'll pop in on a <laughs> live, live uh, broadcast and say, you know, what's for breakfast? Or like, you know, I'm, I'm, I'm on my podcast. Uh, so I can relate to that, but I kind of look at it as it's a pause moment, like you were saying, but I look for that, you know, maybe, you know, that was the Lord's way of saying, you know, you needed a break because you were either really stuck in what you were writing about, maybe, uh, maybe you're blogging and you're, ah, yeah, what's the right word? And you just needed to take a break from it. Sometimes you just were physically exhausted from looking at a computer, if that's what you're doing at that particular time. Uh, but I always look at, okay, it was, it was a needed pause that I didn't set the timer myself to kind of get up. So I kind of use that kind of train thought, uh, but I do agree it, it is hard because especially if you're right in the minute, especially when if you're in the moment, a really good part of that, and then you get the interruption and you're like, ah, okay, where's the blessing in this? I got to look for it. And I think, you know, we always talk about with Monday mindset to really set your whole week up. 
is always know that we're never in control. We're not in control of what's, what's going on in our surroundings. We're not in control of our, our, our local or state government. We're not in control of what's going on in the outside world, and sometimes within our home. But we are in control of how we act and how we react. So I absolutely love what you had to bring to the table on that. That was awesome. I'll have to plug meditation for a second here. One of the things that I've noticed about being a longtime meditator, and again, I just want to encourage your viewers and listeners, meditation is not something that you become the master at. There's no prizes, there's no awards, there's no medals or anything for it. Meditation helps you get better at your life. And the biggest thing I've noticed in meditating is how I respond to crises and how I respond to others, um, especially with like interruptions and stuff. They used to, I used to just fly off the handle. I'd be crazy. I'd get mad. I'd throw the F-bomb, all of that, which still happens too. But generally- oh, I have I, to say the F-bomb does feel good to say it every now and then. It does. It totally does. I feel so grown up. But generally, the the there's something, um, and there's a lot of things about meditation. But there's there's things that the way that it changes your brain and your ability to respond. You have a bigger pause. You have a bigger gap. You have a longer fuse, and you're able to allow that interruption or allow that crisis um, to pop up and look at it without that immediate reaction to it. That's what I have found. I, I'm almost like watch myself sometime outside of myself. I'm like, look at you not screaming at him. Look at you, girl. <laughs> I think that is so important. Um, obviously, my husband is <laughs> basically retired. Um, he does outside jobs. But when he's in the home, you know, blasting through the door, Janice, I'm hungry. And, I, and I've said to him a thousand times, and I pause for a moment and I, I just comically will say, well, do you know where the refrigerator is <laughs> versus me like, hello, you know, what part of this don't you understand? So I, I think we've worked all that out, but you are so right. It, you know, for every action, there's a reaction and like how I, I try to turn it comical, um, you know, or it's, hey, you know, I can't find my glasses. Do you know where my glasses are? Do you, do you know where I put them? Whatever it may be, it's, well, gee, honey, I don't really know where you put them, but, you know, I'll give him some indications as to where he may be able to find them. And usually they're in his pants in the, that are in the laundry basket. So there you go. So there's something, there's something about having men at home in that regard. It's like your children, if you had children and they're gone, they, you know, you got the emptiness going on. Suddenly you have a 12 year old. <laughs> well, I am happily a non-breeder by choice. And I definitely like bow down and worship to any mama who is working at home with children under, you know, the age of 10. I have no idea how they get anything done in their household or anything done in their work life um, with all those little people that need things. Cause I have a big person that needs things and I can corral them. I actually can lock the door on them. Um, I can feed him and, you know, put him down for a nap kind of thing. So um, I, I'm just amazed that, that people are able to negotiate that. Um, I did want to touch on something both of you said about the coffee, because it does relate to mindset and to the brain. So 
Janice, I'm with you. I, I love coffee. I love the smell. I love the ritual. I love all of that. And it has been one of the greatest pleasures in my life um, to have coffee and to have those rituals around, but I have been working to move away from it and move down to a coffee that was, it's 50% coffee and it's 50% um, mushrooms. So it's, it's got a lower caffeine amount in it. Good and, for you. Good for you. Glad <laughs> to hear that. And as I recovered from adrenal fatigue, I came to realize that coffee actually is super bad for our adrenal glands. It puts us in fight or flight. So if you wake up in the morning, you don't direct your mind, you grab a cup of coffee, all you're doing is getting on the fast train of crazy to crazy town. So I have been slowly progressing over to a different product and I go back and forth. I use the half calf product that I use. And then the new one that I'm using is it's called cacao and it's the beans that are, they grind up and they make like chocolate bars out of. So it's raw chocolate powder and right. it actually operates differently in the body. So the caffeine turns on your endocrine system. And like I said, it turns on the adrenaline, it turns on the cortisol, action, 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 which can be really fatiguing over time. And then the other one, the cacao actually is a vasodilator. So it helps um, open up your blood vessels. So you're getting more oxygenated blood to your body. So you have an energy boost in a different way and it's a brain stimulator. So it stimulates your pineal gland, which is the gland that helps you with your creativity and your ideas. And, um, and like I said, I'm not fully into one or the other right now. I'm kind of, I'm halfway between you girls. So Janice, if you called me for a cup of coffee, I'd totally go. And oh. Carol Sue, if you were coming over, I would offer you some amazing teas that I have and or totally. yeah. <laughs> there, there, There's other ways of getting that warm, fuzzy feeling with, without mm -hmm. the chemicals. And that's kind of what I focus on. And you're talking to somebody who would drink, you know, 10 to 12 medium French vanilla iced coffees with one sweet and lone skin milk from Dunkin' Donuts every day. So wow. I'm going to that to, to nothing. And I... I uh, you know, related to my my gut nutritional program, and I, ju I just fed what I needed, and I got that clean energy from plant based versus doing the chemicals. So uh, it, it's a mind changer. And you know, for a lot of people, they don't realize that you get on that hamster wheel of crash, rush, crash, rush. Um, it's, it's also a diuretic. Uh, it you know makes you dehydrated. So there's a lot of poor things about caffeine. Now, when I say that, we always really uh, emphasize the fact that in moderation. So uh, do I occasionally have a, a cafe type of martini? Absolutely. Um, do I drink other things that have a little bit of caffeine? I'm very particular about what that might be. It's got to be plant-based. Uh, or really uh, homegrown organic. Um, but so it's not to say that caffeine's horrible for you. It's just not the caffeine from 30, 40 years ago where it was more natural and wasn't implemented in the manufacturing process with all the chemicals. So that that's the huge difference. But yes, I still like that warm, fuzzy, that, that type <laughs> of feeling, absolutely. Yeah, and I think a lot of people don't always recognize that there's a lot of things that can affect our mindset, like what we're putting in our bodies, such yes. as coffee. So we may feel this jump out of our body, frantic, I can't seem to focus. And we're like, oh, I need some more coffee because that helps me focus. But sometimes more is just more. It doesn't necessarily enhance the process. Again, this is not an advertisement to tell people to get off coffee, but right. if you are trying to retrain your mindset, 
um, my suggestion would be to do it first thing in the morning before you have your first beverage, <laughs> whatever Absolutely. that may be. Absolutely. Well, my first beverage of the day, I just want to clarify, is actually a protein, a little protein shake um, before I go to kickboxing class. And then I drink my, uh, this. I think this is uh, 32 ounces of water. Um, and then I have my coffee. It's like the ah uh, moment. And I just, I absolutely love that. And I don't see myself giving that up anytime soon. Although never say never, of course. Um, I'm always looking for alternative um, drinks or different things and, that I can do to enhance my gut health. And, you know, for me, it's all about um, balance. Um, and as much as I'm feeling that I may want another cup of coffee, I won't do that you know, I'll drink some water and then, you know, that moment passes. So it's all good. You know, gotta get that little cup of coffee. makes me feel great there. I think both of you brought up something that is relevant to our topic of mindset, which is pleasure. I think a lot of people, when they're trying to make a habit change or they're trying to, you know, taper off something, there's this, there's this fear that they're not going to get this good thing that they want. And really pleasure has a huge role in helping us shape our behavior as well as reinforce behavior. So I like to use, um, I like to use my coffee ritual as like a reward. I like to use it kind of like what you're saying, Janice, is there's certain things I do in the morning and then I sit down and I'm fully present with whatever my hot, hot cuppa is. And when I am trying to make a new change, like I'm trying to start a, a new mindset or a new behavior around something, I will always try to incorporate something that's pleasurable in there, whether it's bringing in an essential oil, whether it's um, having a little stretch break afterwards where I move my body maybe to a dance song, but always incorporating that because I think if we, once we start restricting too much, that's the other thing that freaks out the mind is like, whoa, 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 whoa. I have all these habits and we do all these habits and these habits feel good. And how dare you take any of them away from me? And then your mind tries to grab onto them even harder. And then it seems really, really hard to try to make a change. So trying to find where is the, where's not just what is the good about this, like when there's an eruption, but also what is something good I can feel good about, or what is some little activity that gives me that little boost of bliss? Absolutely. Got to have a little bliss to, to get over the humps, but also, uh, you know, when you do that, when you, you embrace that goodness, then you look around and you say, oh my God, I've got all these blessings around me that I never even thought about. And when you feel that, you're going to feel gratitude. And we also know that gratitude is the greatest of all human emotions. So I love that. So Laura, tell us where our viewers and listeners can get a hold of you. All right. Well, I'm a little bit of a Facebook refugee, so I don't hang out there that often. I treat it like a community center. So I go there once a month, once a week, <laughs> check in, look around, comment on a few things. So you can find me on Facebook, but the easiest place to find me is actually Instagram. And I like to um, post pictures of trips and talk about uh, what's going on in my life. I also have a podcast. So I, I talk a little bit about the guru is you there. That's my podcast. And my Instagram handle is laurawall.tx. Um, the other place you can find me is my uh, 
nonprofit's website. And so I am the co-founder of Hearts of Healing Center. And our nonprofit is heartsofhealingcenter.org. You also can find that on Facebook, Hearts of Healing Center, and same handle on Instagram. And then, of course, because I need one more thing to do, I have another Instagram handle for the podcast specifically. So if someone just wants to check out the podcast and not see my cute dog pictures and heart pictures and all of that, they can go to the guru is you on Instagram and they can find me there. Those are the best places. Awesome. Thank thank you so much for that. And um, obviously, uh, we connected through, (laughs) excuse me clubhouse so um oh yes. yeah and us, clubhouse. <laughs> yeah yeah that'll be awesome this has been a great mindset monday and we are so excited that you um joined us today and and shared your wisdom and all these amazing tips and I, i'm just so thankful that this all worked out time-wise Kerslu, um, any um, closing comments? Well, I think you, you know, hit so many different valued points that people really need need to take a heart that maybe they didn't think about. And we love the opportunity uh, to have you again sometime for an update, of course. And yes, we have to definitely schedule on a Monday because that goes right in line with all that we are talking about, all that goodness and really making sure that your mind is set in such a way that is going to produce and uh, be the best version of yourself in every given moment, but it also embraces and says, you know what, I may need to like slow things down when I'm not feeling so good. Um, and I think you gave some great, amazing tips and we thank you for that. Thank you both ladies. Just reminding your listeners and viewers, your mind is a magnet. So choose your thoughts carefully. That's what you attract to your life. I love that. Your mind is a magnet. And on that note, my name is Janice, AKA Wellness Diva 5.0. Make it a good day, Monday Mindset. Where are your mindset thoughts? Share with us on our website, www.twosisters.online. And I am with two sisters. And this is Carol, so AKA Naughty Boss, about to get her pickleball on because along with mindset, you have a good mindset when you're getting your fitness going. And I'm all ready for that. You guys have a great, amazing day. Thank you so much for being a guest today. And I know there was so much value that you're going to bring to so many people. We look forward to seeing you tomorrow for Tuesday. You got to have a good mindset to triumph whatever you're going to be triumph over. We're going to talk about that tomorrow on Triumph Tuesday. You guys have a great day, everyone. We'll chat later. Take care. Bye, everyone. I'm going to grab a quick screenshot now that we're not.